Hello all, and welcome to Love by Design Podcast Radio. I am your host, Gosha Love. I am a mindset life coach with Ultimate Spark Coaching, as well as an energy reader. Today's topic is self-love. So here I go. My name is Gosha Love. It means healer or enchantress of love, or love's healer or love's enchantress. So... What do I know about love? Oh, I know a lot about love. Love is neither hate, is neither good nor bad. Love is not something you can measure. Love is a lot like time, nonlinear, and not really measurable. We like to say we can measure love. We like to say we feel intensity when we are with a certain person. But then we also like to say that we cannot show love to other certain people or society likes to say that. Society likes to say that um, if you're a woman, you must only love a man. Society also likes to say if you're a man, you must only love a woman. Love in the carnal sense is not what I'm going to talk about here though. Love in the spiritual sense is what I'm talking about. And your soul can love any and everything. Your soul can find love in a plant. Your soul can find love in a tree. Your soul can find love in a cat or a dog or even a pig. Your soul can find love anywhere. But how do you find self-love? How do you find love within yourself? That is a little bit more tricky. I've learned that I can find self-love when I do ancestral work. Ancestral work, what is that? Well, it is an act of radical self-care and self-love. Why is it radical? Because I'm going back into my past in a meditative state. I use meditation, by the way. I'm going back into my past and into my DNA and trying to feel and look for my ancestors and heal in that way. I'm trying to heal from their pain. I am trying to free the past and heal the future so that when I become an ancestor, that my future will not look back to heal me. They will look back to find healing from me when they go back to do a meditation or a prayer or visualization. So visualization, prayer, and meditation are ways that you can find and understand your ancestral work to obtain self-care and self-love. Now, I said love is nonlinear and neither is time. So... Love is chaotic. That's 100% true. My spiritual name is, like I said, Gosha Love. But if you really know who I am, my actual government middle name is technically and really realistically the word love. So that's why I can talk on this subject. Now, 
When you do prayer or meditation or visualization, you are practicing in rituals, whether you're in a religion or whether you're doing them non-religiously or whether you're doing them in a spiritual sense. These things are rituals. These things are things you do over and over again. You light a candle to remember a loved one that has passed during a certain time of the year. You like when I'll give you a for instance. I have lost a child when he was an infant. So in October 15th at 7 p.m. in my time, I light a candle. Internationally, for people who do know this, at on October 15th at 7 p.m., whatever time zone they're in, they are supposed they will light a candle. And we have a wave of light around the world for our children, infant, infants that passed away, pregnancies that didn't see all the way through, miscarriages, possible abortions, or possible stillborns. All these women and families light a candle in honor and remembrance of them. That is a ritual. That is a ritual that is global. So that is something we do, lighting a candle. Another thing you can do for a ritual is if you're religious and you go to church, um, I know for sure that Catholic churches do this. You light a candle for during a certain time of the year. In honor of your ancestors. All Souls Day, you light a candle. And for your ancestors that have passed away. That is a ritual. Certain time When it gives you a timeline, a day. When it gives you a day, a month, a year, and a timeline. And an activity to do, that is called a ritual. Praying every single night is a ritual. Meditating. Every single morning before work to start your day off in a good positive light is a ritual. Using visualizations to find your goals and establish goals for the next month, year, or five years is a ritual. So a ritual, what a ritual has is a repetitive function of mending our soul and restoring aspects of our psyche. So when we do those things and we do them with the intention of working with our ancestors and our past and our DNA and our ancestral issues. When we do a ritual in honor of, like I said, lighting a candle for somebody who has passed away or praying for a loved one that has passed away beforehand, they are ancestors and the ritual is the praying praying or the lighting of the candle and this reparative function is also mending your soul and restoring aspects of your psyche now psyche is your mind when you restore your mind you come in to changing your mindset So, if you are suffering from physical, mental, emotional, 
and spiritual stressors. Your living is one that has a root in inherited ancestral patterns. What does that mean? Your ancestors had something to do with it. And you can, by going back to your rituals and focusing on meditation in the aspect of ancestral work, you will be able to restore your soul from the pain of from the stress of the past physically mentally emotionally and spiritually through helping understand how your ancestors were functioning now i want to leave i want to tell you that the meditation that i use is a 25 minute no interruption, no distraction, meditation work, which works very similar to normal meditative work. However, this one is going to work from the crown and go down. So this is not going to work from the ground and come up. It's going to work from the crown and go down because your spiritual and your ancestors are no longer necessarily in the ground. They're up above you. They're up above you. They're floating. They're all around you. They're not in the ground. They're physically around you. They use energy to contact with you. When you have dreams of a loved one that has passed, that is your ancestor reaching out to you and it may not be a bad thing and it actually is not a bad thing it's a helpful thing because it brings you to the point where you need to do some ancestral work now if you're a very scientific person I understand this is a bunch of hooey and a bunch of nonsense to you right so if maybe if you dig into your ancestral past by taking that DNA kit and, and swabbing your, your cheeks or spitting into a vial and then sending it off to get some information on your past, where you come from, where your ancestral line comes from, where, your, where the females in your past come from. Maybe doing that will open some doors for you in a different manner than you've ever expected. I can actually guarantee it'll open doors for you. Now, I know a very very helpful YouTube video that I have taken an interest in and have listened to. Like I said, it's a 25 minute meditation practice and it is by Pamela A. Field and it is called free the past and heal the future, heal the future. So I encourage everybody to look it up again. The name is Pamela A. Field And the title of the video is Free the Past, Heal the Future. It is a meditative thing, and I encourage everyone to go look at it. Now, I'm going to go off kilter just a little bit because I am feeling something when I am talking to you all. So what I'm feeling right now is energy. Like I said, I am an energy reader 
And I have been working with a lot of people today, reaching out, touching some contacts, and working with a lot of energies, my own and everybody else's. Now, I would like to ask you, have you felt a negative energy surrounding you? Have you felt stuck in a place like you know you need to change, but you can't figure out where to go next? Have you felt lost? Like you are uncertain of which way that you need to go, whether it be in your love life, whether it be in your friendships, whether it be in your work-related things? Have you, have you come, become stuck, stagnant, or disinterested in what is going on at the moment? And you're trying to feel where to go next? I have felt all of that, and I'm feeling that through talking to everybody. And I know this is a pre-recorded session, but I have a feeling that someone listening to me is feeling stuck. Feeling stuck and immovable right now. And I don't know why, and like I said, I am doing a pre-recorded session right now on this podcast radio, but I have this feeling that whoever somebody that's listening to this radio to this broadcast is feeling stuck in their life they are at a loss of what to do i can definitely tell you i've felt that before i have felt that many times before and i can tell you right now that it is not the end of the world you are not going to be stuck forever for whatever reason you feel stuck it will pass You will not be stuck in this rut forever. However, the longer you focus on how much you're stuck, the longer you will stay stuck. What do I mean by that? Stop focusing on being stuck. I mean, come on, people. How can you get unstuck if you keep focusing on being stuck? How can you change the world if you keep looking at everything that's wrong with the world? I had a family member one time chastise or make fun of or kind of bully virtually their niece by saying their niece shouldn't wear that in a public forum. They wrote that on a public a social media site. So I believe it was Facebook. They wrote that underneath a picture of their niece playing and having fun and smiling. And they wrote underneath their niece, she shouldn't be wearing those types of clothes. And the clothes were just fine. The clothes were, it was um, tank top. Well, not a tank top, but like a, a string, a tank top, a full tank top, right? So it covered everything. There was no belly showing or anything like that. And it was a girl and some pants. And because she was muddy and rolling around in the mud or playing, walking in the water, she had rolled up her pants on her, on her legs. So her pants looked kind of tight because they were getting kind of wet. So they were clinging to her. 
And this relative said that she shouldn't be wearing that and was kind of poking fun at her size because the child wasn't a small size. The child was a little bit more on the the healthy side, I want to say politely. And the parent got very, very angry with the uncle saying, why would you say this about your niece? And his response was, I thought if I said it to her or if I let her know about it, she would make a change to change herself. I was like, "Mm, that doesn't all make sense. Does it make sense to y'all? So I know you've heard it before multiple times. If I say something rude to them and they don't like it, maybe they'll change the way they are. I don't know if y'all know this, but that doesn't work. That does not work. It just makes somebody more stubborn and stagnant to what they're doing and how they're acting. They're like, if you don't like me, you don't like me. This is the way I was born. God made me this way or whatever they say. I woke up this way or I was blessed this way or whatever they're going to say. Their reason for being that way, they're not going to change based on your opinion. Unless they believe your opinion is very valuable. Now, that's hardly the take on my on the situation I just gave you. It was an uncle with a niece, and the uncle and niece weren't really, like, they weren't together every day. So, that wasn't really going to work. However, a lot of people think that way. My dad, in fact, thought that if he does something for for me, that I should equally do something for him. In the same aspect. Like if he mows my lawn. Without asking. Or without being asked to mow my lawn. I should get up and mow his lawn too. That wasn't going to work. And it was like. Hmm. No. You got up and did something for the kindness out of your heart. You shouldn't expect anything back. And if I feel inclined to do the same thing I will but you shouldn't expect me to do it because you did it for me we're not the same so a lot of people think this way a lot of people think I'm going to give out goodness and and happiness and gratitude and and help others and people are going to help me that's holding expectations really really high and that can be a problem I have lived with the motto that I will not do something for someone with expectations. I will not go out of my way to help somebody and expect them to do the same in return. If I'm going to do something to help somebody, which I do, I'm going to do it because I feel generous and I feel that it's something I need to do. For myself, not for them. So, back to the topic of self-love. That is exactly what that is. If you go out and do something for somebody, you're wanting them to show you kindness and love. But have you shown yourself kindness and love by doing something Because you want to do it or are you doing something 
with strings attached because you want someone to show you kindness and love. Have you focused on how you feel about you and the way you are? Have you delve into your past ancestrally as well as your immediate past of your life time on this earth at this in this period in this life have you delved into that past have you worked with yourself have you made a conscious work to look at where your family came from and how they got how they got you in their line because you're their legacy you're their legacy you're your ancestors legacy do you think you're doing your ancestors proud are you proud of what you have become knowing what your ancestors were knowing how they they lived and worked through drought or famine or disease because they went through all that You might have not went through all that, but are you better because you didn't go through all that? Or are you just the same as they were? Or are you worse? Did you squander your lessons and your information? Did you squander it? Now, those are some things to think about. I want to leave you today with a sort of assignment. I've talked about meditation before on this um, in this season on this podcast radio. And I am an adamant believer of meditation and that it can work for everybody. And I would like to suggest that everybody... Besides doing the meditation in the morning for five minutes and then increasing it the next week by two minutes and so on and so forth. Besides doing that meditation, I want to encourage everybody to meditate 25 minutes once a week to do an ancestral meditation. Now, to do some healing and some restoration to free the past and heal the future. And again, I said that my recommendation, and no, she is not paying me anything, and no, I'm not getting any kind of benefits by recommending her. My recommendation would be Pamela A. Field and her, her YouTube. She is on YouTube. So her YouTube video that I would recommend, because she has multitudes, would be free the past and heal the future. So I would very much recommend her, and it's Pamela, P-A-M-E-L-A-A, the letter A, field, F-I-E-L-D. So I would 100% recommend her to go look and do a 25-minute meditation once a week on ancestral work. So doing an ancestral meditation with Pamela A. Field to restore the balance during these times because I believe because it is central to the healing journey. So if you want to heal yourself, if you want to heal all that 
heal all that physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, all those stressors that you have been dealt with throughout your life and throughout your ancestors' life because it follows you. It follows into the next generation. It is a, gen- it is a cycle that repeats itself until someone heals. You could be that healing of that cycle of your ancestors. So you could have that radical self-care and self-love by doing ancestral work. Remember that time is non-linear and neither is love. Self-love is not a linear concept. It is both bad and good. It is both light and dark. Self-love is something that can heal all of our stressors and help us on our journey of restoring restoring the aspects of our psyche and mending our souls so i would like to leave you with that um little assignment i would say is to not only meditate in the morning five minutes like i spoke last time and then after a week for seven days and then after that seven days up your meditation time by two minutes each week after and so on and so forth i would also encourage you to take another task on which is meditating using ancestral work for 25 minutes Once a week. At your best time. Whether it be in the morning or in the afternoon. Or in the evening. And using Pamela A. Fields. Free the past. And heal. Free the past. Heal the the future. YouTube video would be my recommendation. To start off. It's a very easy. And very guided meditation. For ancestral work. So I did put on my. On Siobhan Love Sanchez and My Love by Design Facebook post that there was going to be some energy uh, energy work that I will be talking about soon. So this energy work is going to be where I am going to offer free... 15 minute energy readings to all for your first reading so if you are interested in doing an energy reading if you feel compelled to do an energy reading I will post that on this in the notes of this episode I think there's a section I could post that on and you can be connected to my website and get And sign up and book me for a free energy reading of yourself as well as if you're interested in a as well as being interested in a life coach. I am that too, like I stated in the opening remarks of this podcast, that I am a life coach and an energy reader. So if you are interested in either one of those aspects and you would like energy reading or life coaching, Your first session is free, don't worry, and I will leave the link in the bio so you can 
go to the website and book your free session. Now, that is where I'm starting out. This is a new program that I'm offering, the energy reading. So if you are interested, again, I will be putting that out there. I also would like to add a last remark before I let you all go that next month, February 8th, I will be opening up registrations for Love by Designs Youth Entrepreneur Program. So that is located right now. The graduation is going to be located in Dallas, Texas. So they have to be present and in person for the graduation. However, I will make it available online classes for children under 18 years of age. There is a fee associated with that. If you look up lovebydesign.coach, you can see some information there. As well as looking up Love by Design on Facebook or Instagram. And you will also be directed or be available to see a Love by Design Youth Entrepreneur Program group to join in for free. You don't have to pay a cost to join in for that to get that information. So I will leave you with those two assignments. Meditating every day for five minutes in the morning before you touch social media. And doing once a week, 25-minute meditation work through ancestral work using Pamela A. Fields' guided meditation, ancestral meditation. So I would like to say, blessed be and let positivity reign. Until next time, this is Gosha Love signing off and saying goodnight.